0: In America, and welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen, and you are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, where the battle for the American culture is underway every day, and today is no different. Within the past 24 to 48 hours, a bombshell lawsuit has dropped. News of this lawsuit that names the American Academy of Pediatrics in a detransitioner lawsuit. This is This is big news. Some of us have, have have been waiting for this to happen. This, this this organization, the American Academy of Pediatrics, have they have become, well, in the opinion of many, and I think I'm in this camp, they have really left a being um a, a medical organization and they've become a left-wing political organization. Now that doesn't mean that they've stopped doing medicine obviously they, you know, it's in their name. Uh, What isn't in their name, what should be in their name is progressive Marxist left. The American Academy of Progressive Marxist Left Pediatrics. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a long, drawn out name. It doesn't really flow as well, but that's the truth. I'm holding in my hands this article from the Daily Wire, and it says a woman who was given puberty blockers. Here's the Here's the background to the lawsuit, and this is um, this is a big deal. This, this is very important. A woman who was given puberty blockers and hormone therapy when she was a young teenager is suing both her doctors and the American Academy of Pediatrics, which her lawyers say has knowingly lied about the impact of the radical sex change treatments it recommends. So not only are, are her doctors, her personal doctors named in the suit, but the entire Academy of Pediatrics for this organization. Her name is Isabel Ayala. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. It's A-Y-A-L-A. Now a 20-year-old woman. she's just uh, She had just turned 14 when she was committed to the hospital for suicidal thoughts, according to the lawsuit. It was during this hospital stay that she met with Dr. Jason Rafferty, who doing? Who during his first brief meeting with Ayala determined that she quote meets criteria to consider hormonal transition. So she's she's in the hospital because she has suicidal thoughts. Now we we don't get this at the onset, but uh, she, this young girl at the time fourteen had gone through some sexual abuse we're not sure what the details of, of the abuse is. i don't know that the details matter the fact is she had gone through some sexual abuse she's she's battling depression obviously and and she's battling suicidal thoughts so she's she's at the hospital for this cause and this is where dr jason rafferty shows up and 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 the article here says that during his first brief meeting with this young 14-year-old girl he's made the determination that she meets criteria to consider hormonal transition now how do you do that you've got you've got a young 14-year-old who wants to kill herself and as a medical professional as a doctor your ah, uh, you're, the first thing you jump to is, hey, let's give her, let's, let's start this hormonal transition. I mean, let's, you know what? I know what'll make it better. Let's turn her into a boy. I mean, that, that's the answer, right? He's, he's looking around the room and uh, other buffoons in this profession are nodding their heads. I, I don't know if there were other people in the room this just is this not flabbergasting to you? Are you not as appalled about this as I am? That this is this man's first. You know, when I read this sort of thing, it just it frustrates me to to the point where I just oh, all right. I should probably just keep keep going. Uh, all right, so oh, this next line, oh, I don't even know if I can read it. I don't even know if I can read it to you people. All right, I'm, uh, here we go. I'm going to start over because you need to have the whole sentence in context without my rude, untimely interruptions. It was during this hospital stay that she met with Dr. Jason Rafferty, who during his first brief meeting with Ayala, determined that she meets criteria to consider hormonal transition, with the only stated obstacle being, you guessed it, parental consent. That's our only obstacle here, kids. That's it. I mean, clearly this 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 young girl, I mean, she's depressed, she wants to commit suicide. I mean, the answer has got to be turn her into a boy. But the only thing that stands in our way are her blasted parents. Parental consent. The lawsuit states that Rafferty and other doctors sent Ayala down the path of gender-affirming medicalization rather than addressing the true roots of her mental health problems. Yes. That's exactly what they did. Okay, this isn't medicine. My friends, this is not medicine. This is a group of ideologues who want to impose their will on a population. There's nothing medical about this. You you cannot convince me that there's anything medical about this. I mean, even as somebody as brilliant as Dr. McCullough could not sit down and convince me there's something medical about this. Ah, I know he wouldn't want to convince us. I've heard him talk about it. I know he's as upset about this as I am. Uh, the Rather than addressing the true roots of her mental health problem, six months into her testosterone treatments, this young 14-year-old tried to commit suicide. All right, she's in the hospital for suicidal thoughts. Dr. Rafferty shows up and says, yeah, we're going to turn her into a boy. Starts giving her testosterone treatments. And then six months into it, she actually tries to commit suicide. Because no one's addressing the root cause of the suicidal thoughts. They're they're jumping into, mm, I don't know if I can get through this article. I'm just, it makes me so angry. Uh, The treatments, however, continued. (laughs) Regardless, six months into it, and she actually tries to commit suicide. And these brainiacs want to continue the treatment? The treatments, however, continued until Ayala moved away from Rhode Island and decided to quit them cold turkey. Now comfortable with her gender, she lives a life of regret, the lawsuit says. Isabel. So that's her first name. Isabel is now 20 years old and longs for what could have been to have her healthy female body back. This is this is the news that that needs to be out there. This is what 10, 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old boys and girls, probably mostly girls, need to hear. That Isabel who's is now 20 longs for what could have been. She longs to have her healthy female body back. That's what these kids need to hear. The changes the testosterone have had on her body are a constant reminder that she needed an unbiased medical expert willing to evaluate her mental health and provide her the care she needed, rather than a group of ideologues set on promoting their own agenda and furthering a broader conspiracy at her expense. Holy smokes, that statement in the lawsuit is huge she needed an unbiased medical expert, someone who didn't come in with this preconceived thought. You know, it makes me wonder, did Dr. Jason Rafferty wake up that day and and look in the mirror and say to himself, hmm, Rafferty, you're looking really good today. I wonder how many little girls you can turn into little boys. Ah, I mean, clearly, he's not an unbiased medical expert. And clearly, he is biased. He's very biased. After a uh, what the article says is a first brief meeting, he makes this determination. The lawsuit not only goes after the doctors who treated her, but also the American Academy of Pediatrics, where Rafferty and his colleagues worked to publish a now infamous policy statement advocating for aggressive gender treatments for children lawyers for Ayala say the policy statement laid the groundwork for an entirely new model of treatment based on outright fraudulent representations of scientific proof, based on lies. This model that was created at the American Academy of Pediatrics is based on lies. The entire foundation of the Marxist progressive left is based on lies. No matter what field it enters, it destroys because it's based on lies. The, this this so-called medicine is based on lies. The foundation of it is lies. What's being taught to our elementary, middle school, and high school students in public schools across the country is based on lies. The, the fact that gender is fluid, that is a lie. And and just the just the irony that it's it's taught with a gender unicorn, an animal that doesn't exist, teaching a, a philosophy that is that also doesn't exist. Gender is not fluid. Didn't um, you know? Can I get can I get biblical for a second? at, at one point in the Gospels, doesn't Jesus? refer to the Pharisees as, you know, children of the devil because they lie and, and that's all that comes out of Satan's mouth, their father. He's the father of lies. His language is, is lies. That's what he speaks. I mean, if that's the case, could we say that this is the work of the devil? I mean, could I say that there's something demonic going on here? It is that going to put me too far out? you know, if I, if I make that statement, if I say there's something dark and demonic and and nefarious at the foundational roots of this, does that, does that make me too far out? Ah, come on, Dean. Now you're just, you're just getting out there in wacky spiritual land. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 see a correlation kids. I really do. This, uh, entirely new model of treatment is based on outright fraudulent representations of scientific proof. And these people know it. You can't tell me they don't know it. You can't tell me that, that Mr. Rafferty and his uh, minions at the American Academy of Pediatrics don't know what they're doing. They're not stupid people. they are I don't believe they're incompetent. I I believe that that they're very smart, intelligent folks, and they're doing this on purpose. The article continues. Defendants have doubled and tripled down on their commitment to the policy statement and its affirmative model of treatment, while continuing to promote and profit off of it. The lawsuit states, alleging that Ayala and other children are victims of a conspiracy entered into and per perpetuated to the present day by certain ideologically captured individuals in positions of power at the American Academy of Pediatrics. So do you think it's about money? Is that what this is about? Do these, you know, people at the higher up, the higher echelon of the American Academy of Pediatrics, do they just see the dollar signs? Have they been have they been swayed by the almighty dollar? You know, if they're wanting to continue and promote and profit off this uh this model of treatment, which they're fully aware is based on outright fraudulent representations of scientific proof. I mean, people do things for money. People are willing to sell out their values, you know, this you know, sell their soul to the devil. Oh, there it is again. Uh you know, I, I just I think there's something more going on here. What? I don't know. I don't know. It could be that that they uh, that they want money, or it could be something more nefarious. The American Academy of Pediatrics has been a staunch supporter of radical gender ideology, with Daily Wire commentator Matt Walsh saying it has been ideologically captured by leftist activists. Here is, here is Walsh's statement. He made this, uh, he posted this somewhere, August 24th of 2022, uh, when his, you know, what is a woman documentary was uh, was coming out. The American Academy of Pediatrics is the largest association of pediatricians in the country, he says. It is also ideologically captured. An activist group masquerading as a medical organization. Do a little digging, and this fact becomes clear. Transgender and gender-diverse children and adolescents reads like a trans activism manifesto, not a medical guide. That's that's their policy statement. This policy statement that has come out of the American Academy of Pediatrics, Walsh says um, it reads like a trans activism manifesto, not a medical guide. Rafferty was the lead author for the policy statement, and the lawsuit argues he's used it to launch his own medical career. Oh, all right. So he's going to make a profit off of this, and then he's also going to hes going to become famous. Rafferty, he sees this as an opportunity to launch himself into the stratosphere of someone who's going to be known. I mean, that could be, all right. Uh, So we got money at play and we've got power at play, fame at play. Okay, quote, Rafferty has gone from a little-known resident during his time drafting the gender policy statement to having a highly successful practice in pediatric gender care and considered a leading authority on the subject, all while operating under the imprimatur of the authority he falsely created the lawsuit says. Okay, all right. So now we're learning a little bit more. Rafferty is, he's a little known. Not a whole lot of people uh, consider the name Dr. Jason Rafferty as a, as a as a household name. And he sees this opportunity to A, make money and B, build a practice and C, ah, let's make a name for myself. Let's become well-known. Uh my friends, I um I mean there's more here and we'll we'll dive into it on the other side of the break. The uh it, it's just it's heartbreaking when you when you see what's happening to kids. And, and then you see these people in white coats that are supposed to be the defenders of medicine, and here they are destroying it. frustrating. All right, we'll pick it up on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxypowder. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. America Out dot news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us. In the fight for liberty and justice for all, America Out Loud Talk Radio.
0: Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, where smart people go to get their news and information. So congratulations on being one of the smart ones. We are happy to have you on board. We are talking about this uh, bombs, bombshell lawsuit that just dropped within the last 24 or 48 hours. And uh, the lawsuit names the American Academy of Pediatrics as a defendant. <clears throat> so well, let me, uh, I guess let me summarize where we are at this point. Uh, Isabel Ayala is a 14-year-old. And she is depressed. She has suicidal thoughts. She goes to the hospital where she is introduced to Dr. Jason Rafferty, who during who, who during his first brief meeting with her determined that she, quote, meets criteria to consider hormonal transition. Unfortunately for Isabel, Uh, Dr. Jason Rafferty is uh, one of the doctors who has now created and published the now infamous policy statement of the American Academy of Pediatrics, which advocates for aggressive gender treatments for children. Uh, This is unfortunate that this was her doctor. She comes in, she's depressed. She has suicidal thoughts. And she meets up with this guy who has developed this, this policy uh, for the academy that says, you know, we need to go after this. We need to be aggressive in, in, in transitioning these kids medically. Why would you do that? They're, uh, that's not medicine. There, there's nothing medical about that. Matter of fact, uh, you very well might work for Satan, if, if that's if that's what you want to do here. Oh, Dean, how dare you say that Mr. Rafferty works for Satan? Um, well, I, I mean, it sounds to me like he does. Uh, I, I don't know that I can explain it any other way. I know we've said, ah, there, but, you know, there's money, you got money in this, there's power, there's fame, there's glory. Yeah, I think Satan is also in this. I I I think you you I think you work for Satan. If, if this is your if this is what you want to do. Uh so she meets up with Rafferty. He starts these treatments and uh you know, 6 months into the treatments, Isabel actually attempts suicide. That doesn't matter. We're going to keep moving forward with these aggressive uh you know, gender transition treatments, because, you know, this is what's got to happen here. Uh, There's not medicine. I can tell you that right now. So that's where we are uh, up, up here in the story. Let's continue. Among the other doctors, I'm back to the article. So up to this point, Rafferty is the only doctor that's been named. Among the other doctors involved in treating... Isabel at the Hasbro Children's Hospital Gender Clinic in Rhode Island was Dr. Michelle, Fo- how do you pronounce this last name? Forcer? Forcier? I'm not sure. Dr. Michelle, we'll say Forcier, a proponent of so-called gender-affirming care for children whose perspective was featured in Walsh's What is a Woman documentary. All right, I watched the documentary. I don't remember her name. Well, he went, he interviewed a lot of people, which, by the way, uh, that documentary is, it is brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. Uh, If you haven't seen it, please, please go watch it. Apparently, this woman is in the documentary. Uh, Isabel told Forcier that she was, quote, increasingly depressed and anxious with the testosterone treatments. But Dr. Michelle did nothing to intervene. Silence crickets. The patient uh, says, you know what? These testosterone, you know, testosterone treatments that you're giving me the I just I feel depressed. I feel anxious. Oh, that's okay. I mean, we're just gonna keep on going. I mean, you'll be fine. You're gonna be a boy before you know it. I mean, that's the objective here, right? Uh, does she also maybe work for a Satan? I'm just wondering. I'm just asking out loud. I'm not making any claims or accusations. It's just a question. I'm just asking. Oh, man. The lawsuit argues that Forcier has also boosted her career through advocacy for radical treatments, pointing to her appearing in the What is a Woman documentary? What? She's actually using this as a stepping stone to propel her career? Uh, I'm I'm she there's no way she can come out looking good out of this documentary. I wish I could remember the 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 specific part she's in. I got to go back and watch it. The lawsuit notes that Forcier was, quote, prominently featured in one of the most viewed documentaries of all time in 2022 as a leading expert in pediatric gender care and puberty blockers. Oh. All right, so she is promoting herself as being prominently featured, but, but there's no way she comes out looking good. I mean, maybe she looks good to people who work for Satan, but there's, I mean, she doesn't look good to the rest of us. Again, I'm not making any claims. I'm just, all right. In the interview, Forcier denies the existence of reality. What? you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Forcier denies. Oh, man, this is so good. Forcier, now I've got to go back and watch the documentary and just watch this part. Uh, Forcier denies the existence of reality when it comes to gender. Asked whether it's possible to know the gender of a chicken laying an egg, Forcier stated that it's only possible to assign that chicken a gender. Oh man, I think I do remember this part now. I know exactly who this lady is. It's coming back to me. Oh, that's right. How do you deny the existence of reality when it comes to gender? How are you a doctor? How are you a medical professional? And and when you're asked, is it possible to know the gender of a chicken laying an egg? And your reply is, nah, it's only possible to assign that chicken agenda. You you can't really know for sure, but you can assign it. You're not a medical professional. You aren't. I I, I don't care what you say. You're not. There is nothing medical or professional about you. No, you work for somebody, but it's not the medical profession. You know what I'm saying? Ah. The article continues, Isabel Ayala is, quote, an unfortunate victim of a collection of actors who prioritize politics and ideology over children's safety, health, and well-being. That is absolutely the truth. They prioritized politics and ideology. They prioritized their own evil agenda over this child's safety, health, and well-being. Uh, They need to be stripped of whatever medical license they have. These individuals should not, cannot be allowed to practice medicine because this is not medicine. There's nothing medical about this. I'm not a doctor, but even I can see that this is not medicine. This is pure evil. These people do not work for the medical profession. They work for somebody else. Somebody else who is pure evil. Ah, uh, she referring to uh, Isabel. She has she had suffered with her mental health ever since being a victim of sexual abuse long before she began en- entertaining the idea of gender transition as a solution to her depression. So why all of a sudden then is is transitioning a solution? You're not getting to the root cause of of this child's issues. You're furthering your own evil. Oh, can you feel my, my, can you just, can you feel my agitation? I don't like to be agitated. I I don't. I'm actually a, I'm actually a calm person. You know, I'm, I'm actually pretty chill. Uh, Things don't really get me rattled. I mean, not really. I'm not really bothered by a lot. I'm bothered by this. This this bothers me. This bothers me that there are are people out there masquerading as as medical professionals, wearing white coats, but speaking lies to children. Not interested in in their health, wealth, or, or well being. Not interested in their safety. Not interested in their future. No, these individuals, these 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 white coats masquerading as Um, as as doctors uh, they are interested in evil and they're interested in you know the the article says and i think this is actually a quote from the lawsuit an unfortunate victim of a collection of actors the, the little girl is an unfortunate victim of a collection of actors who prioritize politics and ideology i mean all right they're 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 prioritizing politics and ideology but they're actually prioritizing something that is heinously evil they're prioritizing lies masquerading as medicine and and they they cannot continue to practice medicine they they i mean that's my opinion i don't think these people can can ha- have a license to practice medicine any longer I don't know what the lawsuit is demanding in, in terms of you know retribution or, or compensation or you know what the end game of the lawsuit is. But I hope it's it's removing the medical license that these people have. That's what I hope. Uh. The lawsuit says that Rafferty. Forcier and other doctors failed to even consider other options to address her mental health before putting her on an aggressive hormone and testosterone regimen. Well, yeah, of course, of course they didn't consider other options because these guys are the creator of this policy statement, which lays the groundwork for, quote, an entirely new model of treatment. An entirely new model of treatment? Yeah, your entirely new model of treatment is a bunch of garbage it's a bunch of garbage, it's a bunch of filth, it's a bunch of evil lies from the pits of hell itself. So you cannot tell me these people don't work for Satan. I'm just, I'm convinced. You can't say that. I can say that. I have and I probably will continue to. Uh, You've got to consider all options here. You know, but when when it's your purpose— when you get up in the morning and it's your purpose to transition somebody from one gender to the next, you're not going to consider other options. Ayala told her doctors that she was concerned about losing the ability to give birth, but they put her on the treatment anyway. Ah, you'll be, ah, we, you know, we don't care about you giving birth. Ah, you're going to be fine. You know, your it's going to be fine. It doesn't matter. You don't, you don't want kids anyway. Uh, But they put her on the treatments anyway without disclosing the potential harm the drugs administered uh, could have on her reproductive system. All right, so the 14-year-old is saying, look, I want to be able to have kids. Is this going to harm me? And they're putting her on the treatments anyway, and they're not disclosing the potential harm. They're not even telling her that this is potentially going to destroy her reproductive system. She, they're keeping her in the dark. Well, who does that sound like? Who else likes to keep people in the dark? I mean, there's an entire education system that loves to keep parents in the dark. And on what? On this very issue. Let's keep people in the dark on this issue. Because if we keep them in the dark, then the fact that it's all built on lies will not be revealed. I mean, we can we we can keep it out of the light of truth and they're they're never gonna know that it's all a pack of lies. Ah, the lawsuit says that Ayala is worse off now than before she was treated by the doctors and asks that they be held accountable for their wrongful acts. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, we need to hold them accountable for their wrongful acts. And what does that mean? It means that they need to lose whatever medical licenses they have. It also means, maybe, possibly even, that the American Academy of Pediatrics needs to go through some some overhaul. It needs to go through some changes. Or maybe it needs to just be branded and labeled as a... Uh, as a non-medical organization, because there there's no medicine in this policy. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I can't paint a broad brush here on the on the on the entire academy, you know, because of maybe a couple of rogue doctors. I don't know. We'd have to, you know, get some advice from someone who who knows more about that. Maybe Dr. McCullough. Um, you know, Dr. Ely, maybe, you know, I I'm I'm not sure, but it seems to me that something needs to be done to the academy. I mean, wouldn't you think? Am, am I wrong? Am I wrong in in, in saying that uh, you know that the academy also needs to be held accountable for their wrongful acts because apparently, you know, these guys, Rafferty, and his colleagues who worked. At the, uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics, apparently, um, it says, you, you know, the lawsuit also names the American Academy of Pediatrics, where Rafferty and his colleagues worked to publish this policy statement. Um, you know, so maybe it's not just a couple of, of rogue uh, white coats, you know, maybe maybe the American Academy of Pediatrics is more infiltrated with uh, Marxist-leftist Satanists than than we were aware of. You know, I like to refer to them as Marxist-leftist, you know, progressives. Yeah, I've, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe we throw Satanists in there. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I just... Uh, I just can't, you know, when you read the details of the lawsuit, or in your case, you know, maybe you're not reading it, maybe you're just hearing me go over it. it, for me, it it just makes me shake my head in wonderment and bewilderment and just awe that there are people out there that are this evil who know know what they're doing to this little 14-year-old girl is going to destroy her but yet they go down that road anyway it it reminds me of these you know of of, of the nazi doctors who who would perform these heinous surgeries experimental surgeries on their uh their jewish captives it, uh, It's not going to end well, and they know it's not going to end well for this little girl, yet they go after it anyway. It's troubling to me. It's it's troubling. It's beyond frustrating. It's troubling, and then something has to be done about it. All right, we will pick this up on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with CoFix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID, anyhow? CoFix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. CoFix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too.
0: So stop being a patient and start being a student at
1: energetichealthinstitute.org.
0: Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today. I'm grateful to have you on board. We are uh, discussing this lawsuit that really has just uh, just become public in the last couple of days, um, naming, you know, doctors who gave puberty blockers and hormone therapy to a 14 year old little girl because she came in uh, depressed, suicidal, and instantly they said, mm, let's turn her into a boy. This is perfect. This is absolutely, this is a great candidate. We're going to make this thing happen. And then they proceeded to destroy this little girl's life. So she is suing the doctors involved. She's also suing the American Academy of Pediatrics. Uh, The lawsuit states that she's worse off now than before. uh, when, When this treatment by doctors began, uh, and she's asking that these doctors be held accountable for their wrongful acts. That is what the lawsuit asks. Isabel, And now he, listen to some of the things that, that she is suffering from. Because of the treatment that Rafferty and Forcier, I'm not sure that I'm pronouncing her last name right, but because of the treatment these doctors have given her, these, these doctors from the american academy of pediatrics that have written this policy that says mm, we're going to be aggressive with this gender treatment listen to what uh this this now um 20 year old girl is dealing with because if if me going through this lawsuit has not made you angry enough what i'm about to tell you is going to push you over the edge now you know, in the past, I've said if you're operating heavy machinery, if you're driving, you might want to pull over. This is going to be one of those moments. It's going to push. You, at least it did me. It um, it's pushed me over the edge. I have I have been hanging uh, over the edge of the cliff by my by my fingernails. This entire show. I'm just. I am. I don't know if you can sense it in my voice, but I am angry. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just I'm upset about this. And, you know, when 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 the lawsuit calls for accountability for their wrongful acts, I hope and pray that they're asking for these people to be the equivalent of being disbarred uh, in the medical field. You know, what's that equivalent? You know, de-licensed, de-credentialed, uh, removed, <laughs> removed from the profession. Can we put it that way? All right. So listen to what what this now 20-year-old is going through. Uh, Because the lawsuit says she's worse off now than before. Uh, Before, she had suicidal thoughts and she was depressed. Now, she suffers from vaginal atrophy due to the extensive use of testosterone. She deals with excess facial and body hair because of the extensive use of testosterone. She struggles with compromised bone structure because of the extensive use of testosterone. She is unsure whether her fertility has been irreversibly compromised. And then on top of all that, she still has mental health issues and deals with episodes of anxiety and depression, which further compound her sense of regret and are probably further compounded by her sense of regret. All right. So she started out with suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety, and she still has all that. But on top of that, she has vaginal atrophy, excess facial and, and, and body hair, compromised bone structure. These these people masquerading as doctors something needs to something needs to, to happen here and you know democrats who support this they need to be called out that we need wholesale sweeping changes in in, in our public officials i mean we need people who are going to run for office who understand and realize the evil that's happening here. You know, we've talked about this for the past couple of days in terms of running for your school board. Uh, We need every single election to be, every single position, every single, uh, I mean, you, you name it. If it's on the ballot, we need people running for those seats that realize, that have their eyes open, that realize what's happening. And would be willing to, to to do something about it. That would be willing to to run for an election, and put their foot down and say, "We're done being stupid. We're done being stupid. We're done being evil, and we're done taking part in, in things that are evil under the under the name of of medicine. Um, you know, under the under the name of an entirely new model of treatment. No." Ah, uh, this this little girl as a 14-year-old, now as a 20-year-old. I mean, she's her life is completely changed. And I can't say it's for the better. And the it, the list continues. And since uh and she has since contracted an autoimmune disease that only the males in her family have a history of, the lawsuit says. What does that tell you? The lawsuit comes as the number of detransitioners who regret undergoing undergoing sex change treatment spikes in the United States. Nonprofit group Do No Harm published a detransitioner Bill of Rights earlier this month, laying out a legislative blueprint for empowering victims to go after medical professionals who administer treatments and help with reversing the effects of gender transition surgeries. Yep, we talked about that. Matter of fact, we spoke about the detransition or Bill of Rights in some detail, and it will allow uh, people like Isabel Ayala to go after these medical professionals, if we can call them that, up to 25 years, up to 25 years after after the act after the event if there is any type of anything any type of of harm whether it be psychological whether it be physical whether it be you know uh, uh, you name it it's it's in that uh, that model that it's a model legislation that's put out by the D, uh, this group called do no harm it's called the detransitioner bill of rights And it is a, uh, you know, it could change things. But again, we need people to run for office who will take this matter seriously and who will say, all right, let's look at the detransition of Bill of Rights. Let's enact this. Let's start. Let's 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 protect what's already happened to these kids. Let's protect the kids that this evil has already happened. been forced upon them and then let's move forward and and protect future generations that this doesn't happen to you know other individuals down the road and it you know what's happening at the state level yesterday we we talked a little bit towards the end of the show about the uh, wisconsin senate Uh, the republican controlled wisconsin senate and they just voted a couple of days ago to pass a bill that would would protect minors from accessing sex mutilating transgender surgeries uh the bill also would um keep them from from receiving cross sex hormones and puberty blockers uh where is that here? where's my that's uh senate assembly bill 465 the senate approved this in a 22 to 10 vote the Republicans, of course, voted for this unanimously, and the Democrats did not. So we go back to um, Bill Maher from the other day, and I played that clip where Bill Maher is incredulous, and he's he's saying to the Democrats, in in reference to their um, uh, perceived support of Hamas, and he's saying, "Is this where you want to align your values?" Is this really you, you, Democrats? Listen, is this really what what, what you're telling us here? It, are these the things that that you support? I mean, it's the same thing here. Uh, all of these Democrats in the Wisconsin Senate voted no. They don't want to pass a bill that would protect minors from accessing sex mutilating transgender surgeries, cross sex hormones, and puberty blockers. I mean. We can look and see uh, Isabel Ayala. We see what these, uh, it, you know, what the hormone and and puberty blockers that she was given. I don't know if she was given puberty blockers. The the article uh, refers to aggressive hormone and testosterone treatment. So what that entails, I don't know. Um, but we see what it's done to her body: uh, vaginal atrophy compromised bone structure a facial and body hair that just won't go away um, an autoimmune disease that she's now picked up that only the men in her family have all right we're, we're we're watching this unfold and yet there is a group of people in the wisconsin legislature all republicans who say we want to put a stop to this sort of thing these cross-sex hormones And the Democrats say, no, no, we don't want to put a stop to it. We want it to keep going. We want to keep doing this. All right, we have to shine the light of truth on what these people actually believe. And that's what we're doing here. This whole show today, this is what we're talking about. We are shining the light of truth on what they actually believe and what they actually stand for. And we have to follow it up with the light of hope where we actually have people that will run for these seats. Every single Democrat in the Wisconsin Senate needs to be unseated by other Democrats who believe in, in actual medicine. Look, I know there are, there are there are God-fearing Democrats out there that actually believe in, in actual medicine. Would you please primary these evil Democrats in the Wisconsin Senate? <laughs> I'm begging of you. Primary them. And and let's get some individuals who will who will stand up for for common sense and, and for what's right. Under the bill, this is the the Wisconsin bill. Uh, under the bill, the Board of Nursing, the Medical Examining Board, and the Physician Assistant Affiliated Credentialing Board would be required to investigate any healthcare worker accused of violating the law. The boards would have the power to revoke the person's license. Yes, that's what we want, because they're not actually practicing medicine. Uh, the boards would have the power to revoke the license should they be found guilty of performing transgender procedures or prescribing hormones and puberty blockers to minors because that's what happened here with Isabel Ayala she was 14 years old and where did she go what was the name of the hospital she went to it was uh Hasbro Children's Hospital Gender Clinic in Rhode Island uh and they they did that to a minor so this Wisconsin the Wisconsin Senate is saying, okay, we're, we're going to make this illegal. But listen to this. The Wisconsin Democrat governor, Tony Evans, has promised to veto the bill which would protect minors from sexual mutilation at the hands of doctors along with two other bills that would protect women and girls sports teams. Um, All right. Democrat governor, Tony Evers. I think I said Evans. Evers. His name is Evers. Um. Okay, you folks in Wisconsin, I know some of you in Wisconsin, uh, this governor of yours needs to go. And you need to elect an actual human being that cares about other human beings. Because apparently this man does not. He doesn't care about kids. Oh, listen to what he said. Here's a quote. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Not one of these bills will become law in Wisconsin as long as I am governor, period. Evers wrote a post on X, calling the bills scary and downright dangerous. This governor, Tony Evers, believes it is downright dangerous to pass a bill that would protect minors. From accessing sex mutilating, mutilating transgender surgeries, cross-sex hormones, and puberty puberty blockers, to this man, that's dangerous. He would believe it's dangerous for the the doctors here, Rafferty and and this other doctor, in the Iella case. He would believe it would it's dangerous for them to not prescribe what they prescribe for this girl that that's what this man believes that's what tony ever's believes it's dangerous that this girl not uh be able to suffer from vaginal atrophy or excess facial and body hair or compromised bone structure i mean she should be able to be to to suffer from compromised bone structure and it's dangerous for us to to say that she shouldn't i mean that's what's happening here this governor needs to go, my friends. All of my friends in Wisconsin. Uh, I can't even. Um, uh, why do the Democrats believe this? And I know, I, I know, there are Democrats out there that don't believe this, and and despise this. You, you good Democrats, you good God fearing people, uh, primary this man. Primary every single Democrat in the Wisconsin Senate who would not vote for this bill. Primary them. I'm. I've got another article here that I just haven't been able to get to, uh, where 18 states have have aligned with Florida's decision to not pay for trans procedures. Uh, 18 uh, 18 states via their attorney general have filed an, an amicus brief. Uh, there are listen, the fight is real. and there are people out there. There are legislators out there that are are doing the Lord's work in this battle. And we need to support them. Find out who your legislators are that are are that want to pass these laws that would protect these kids. Find out who they are and support them. Uh maybe you you donate to their campaign. Maybe you just call their office and send them emails and, and encourage them and say, keep going. We are behind you. We're behind you. They need to hear from us. It doesn't matter what what level they're at, federal, state, local, school board members, if if they're doing what's right, they need our support. And we need to give it to them. Oh, this is a lot. It really is. It's a lot to take in. You know, but the hope is there are people that are willing to fight for it. And I think we are, we are, we're in that group. We're in that number. All right. I wish we had more time to dive into it. We don't, but tomorrow is a brand new day and we'll pick it up again. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being on the Dean's List. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.